everyone. We're back um, after a two-month hiatus, coming to you from our new studio. Uh, it's not really a new studio; it's just a different room in our house. Um, and we are uh, we're really happy to be doing this because we've been extraordinarily busy the last two months, dealing with new jobs, which we talked about in our last episode. Do you remember that? We Do you did. remember what we, we talked about? We touched on it briefly. I don't remember everything that we talked about i think we knew that you'd been hired and i was interviewing for another job which i have gotten yes good job i'm proud of you let's talk about your job though your job is far more interesting and more rewarding i'm sure well any interesting insights in the world of a fast food kentucky fried chicken um not really no okay moving on moving Uh, on (laughs) to my new job um (laughs) no um I'm not sure. What would you like me to say about my... How... Uh, one I of the big things of fast food is customers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, what are some interesting things about customer quirks or... Well, I have yet to have, like, a really, really rude customer. Or someone good. who's, like, completely unreasonable. But there have... Well, there have been people that have been rude, but they just haven't been mean or... Yes, there is a... Like... What's the word I'm thinking of? They haven't been... Volatile? Volatile. Yeah. That's a good word. We'll use that. They that haven't works. been volatile. That they've works. been rude and kind of sometimes just stupid at times, but they're, they've never been like yeah out to get me or anything. Yeah. You get people asking for um, things that you don't sell, like they yes. think you're at a different restaurant. Yes. Um, well, we have people who ask for things... That we no longer sell. Like, yeah, people ask for potato wedges all the time. And, and then Kentucky get mad. Fried Chicken doesn't sell those anymore. No, they've replaced them with seasoned fries, which are really good. Okay. So go to your local KFC and get some. This is this is not sponsored, but This episode brought to you by Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> it's finger licking good. There. Now yeah, it's there's sponsored. a plug. Free free sponsorship for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Um, yeah, people will ask for potato wedges. Actually, don't wedges. go to Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's really bad for you. Maybe once or twice a year, but don't make it a daily thing. But anyway, continue. Yeah, p- potato wedges. People will ask for, um, r- like, Frosties and, like, root beer floats a lot. Why would they ask for a root beer float? Does I, it, who sells a root beer I float? I think that other Kentucky Fried Chicken locations possibly sell those things they have like um, i'm sorry i'm i'm going right to google right out of the gate today (laughs) fast check i need to find out i did google it floats some kfc locations have milkshakes and so people ask for them a lot but our location does not have milkshakes um but people get very upset that we don't um, I don't know about the root beer floats, though. You know why they're asking that? Why Because is that? some KFCs are in the same building as A&W. Ah. Yeah, they got the combination restaurants. That's why. Yeah, because, yeah. Yeah. So that's why they get confused. They think you can get, they don't re- remember that you have to have the combo restaurant. Yeah. AFC, AFC? A&W and KFC. <laughs> A-W-K-F-C. Yeah, so there's, that's the answer to the question, is why people come All to right. KFC and ask for beer floats. Once again, my training in um, research in college has paid off. Right. Because all I had to do was... Um, all I had to do was Google it. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Anything else? Um, How many times a day do you make make the wrong food? 
twice, maybe? You mean like... On average? I, me personally? Yeah, or? like someone says, hey, I want the famous bowl or whatever. And I don't know what goes in a famous bowl. I've never eaten one, but... Um, that doesn't... Like, the like people will say, like, I want a, a spicy a diff- chicken sandwich and, and I'll make one with one. mayo. But then usually I realize... Right. before or someone will be like spicy and i'll be like nope and then i'll go remake it what about um isn't it different gravy's different depending on the mashed potato size isn't that right yes you if it's a small mashed potato you put gravy in the container with the mashed potato but if it's a large mashed potato then you put um you like a separate cup so when i first started all the time i was putting gravy in large mashed potatoes i apologize i'm moving my some microphone around difficulties. Some technical difficulties i'm trying to make it easier to speak in the microphone and making some noise um go ahead with your uh, yeah no i i continue. had finished i was saying i oh. i was putting gravy in the large mashed potatoes. so people are like getting an inside look here at Kentu- yeah. the, in, the inner workings of kentucky fried chicken never because i don't know anybody else i don't know anybody that I know for sure ever worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I know people. I I'm, worked at Burger King. I know people that work at McDonald's. That works at You're the only Fried person Chicken. I've ever known to work at Kentucky Fried Chicken. So I guess I must be unique then. This yes, it is an inside scoop that we're all getting here. Yeah. Um, no pun intended. Cause you scoop the mashed potatoes, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. We scoop the mashed potatoes and the mac and cheese and. Very good. Many many other things. So what else? What about your coworkers? Any. There's no drama, really. No drama. No, no drama. No, that's they, good. They're they're nice, the to me, and they they're cordial. Just a couple people get this on my nerves. This is why we normally but... record downstairs. My wife's in the kitchen chopping something, or maybe that's your sister. I think your sister's chopping it's her lunch for tomorrow, and it's probably being picked it, up on the. It microphone. adds to the ambiance. Right. So I suppose we should like... talk about. Is there anything else you want to mention about your job? Do you like it? I do like it. It's it's. Uh, it's nice. It's fun to go do stuff. I like working online. I think it's really fun to make online. the food. Oh, to make online. the food. Online. Not like online like yeah, on a see, computer. Yeah, see, I'm from the 1970s and 80s, and online meant something different. So today there's like different meanings for online. No, so you have to be more specific. Because I, like I know I don't like working online. So as a teacher, <laughs> I had to work online, and I did not like I it. I like so, packing Making food. I like making oh, food. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's working online. Uh, yeah. I working on I like that because you don't have to talk to people for the most part. Right. Um, you're able to to talk to your coworkers and sneak a yeah. French fry every now and then. Yeah. Not that, I, not that I do that. That's awesome. I would never. So <laughs> on our last episode, I mentioned that I was yes. um, interviewing for a job and um, I didn't get into the specifics of it. Um. But I uh, got the job as principal at our school. Um, so I've Round endured, I've endured three weeks of, three actually like months now of people referring to my wife and I as the first family, or um, you know she's the first lady, and I just tell them to stop because it's like it's embarrassing. It's it's embarrassing, but it's also, you know, as a principal, your job is not to be. Because someone said to me, there's some prestige that comes with being the principal. And I'm like, I suppose, but that's, honestly, that's not really, I, I guess in some people's eyes there's prestige with it, but that's really not the point. No. 
<laughs> so as I'm trying to talk, just uh, our my daughter here is um, spraying eyeglass cleaner all over the place. I don't know what she's doing. I but anyway, there is prestige that comes with it. it but in in the case of this, um, it's mostly you're mostly there to help the. Uh, you're just there to help people. It's yeah, just, it's, it's not, not about it's you not about me be- roaming the halls everyone. and yeah. you know making sure everything is everybody's doing what they're supposed to do. Or you're because look, who wants to have to spend their day punishing people? Nobody wants to spend their day doing that. Some people might. Some people might, <laughs> but I'm. It's not what I'm. I want to make sure that the the teachers are getting what they need, the students are getting what they need, the families are getting what they need. Um, without lording over them that, you know, you've been appointed the principal. That yeah. doesn't make me yeah. the the authoritarian. Uh, you lead by. Lead with service. Yes. Service leadership. Exactly. Yes, lead yeah. by serving. What can I do for you? How can I make things easier for you? Yeah. One of the things, it's a though, good way that, to look at it. Um, you've had to, your mom has said to kind of like balance things, like make sure your phone's off at dinner. Because people try to, you know, people call you with information or questions. Questions, and ninety percent, most of the time in the evening, and school hasn't begun yet, so this is totally, probably a totally different um, scenario. Scenario once things get rolling, but most of the uh, most of this, unless they like the the roof of the school is leaking or there's a you know like a <laughs> major problem, it's gonna wait. I'm gonna make you know. I'm not going to be one of those guys that's like, well, I'm there at 6.30 in the morning and I'm there until 7 o'clock at night every day. That's, I mean, that's not how it's no, going to you go. No, you got to balance yeah. your life. It's a stressful work. job. It's a busy job. And you can't, and it's go, go, go most of the time. And you just can't. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're gonna, <laughs> otherwise, I'm, you know, like they'll be scraping me off the, uh, off the pavement at the end of the year if I... Uh, move a little too fast too long too fast what does that mean (laughs) if i'm just moving fast all the time and never stopping and slowing down and sitting down in the evening in in a room with a book and just trying to relax or you know what i mean yeah i feel you Uh, are you sure about that yes (laughs) all right well this has been an interesting episode um (laughs) i don't know what really to say about about the job i've uh, um it hasn't really sunk in yet, I guess. And you haven't started, like I've been really, really, starts, really busy since the first be. day of July. Very little. I mean, I um, and just the preparation time. And now we've got two days till school begins, and we still have a hundred things that have to be done before we can actually uh, begin. There's things that need to get done before school begins, and then some of them are not done yet, and. Um, and I'm new to it, and I'm just kind of learning the, all the processes. And fortunately, we have a good staff and good um, people that n- actually know what they're doing <laughs> and can help me begin to know what I'm doing instead of just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, the, I think the, the one strength that I have is dealing with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're a good people person, I think. Yeah, I um, had someone say to me... Very social. was the... Uh, husband of one of our teachers they're very young and he said to me that uh you seem like a really chill per- principal he's like all my principals were always uptight and and stern and i was like i don't know any other it's way to be your, i don't know any other way style. to be no it's not me i 
it can be grouchy or whatever, but it's not my style to be like uptight and stern, lord, lording uh, things over people all day long. And that's good because that's very unpleasant. Yes, you don't want someone who's just constantly berating you about things. You want someone who's encouraging and positive. And, yeah, exactly. And uh, shows a little grat- a little graciousness and compassion for the for the needs of other pe- everybody. But having said that, there are some situations where I'm like, yeah, I, I can't, yeah, I can't help you with that. Or there's people that are, you know, sending you uh, ideas on fundraising and. I don't have time, nor am I obligated to investigate every single idea someone brings me because then I'd never have time to do anything. Yeah. So I have, I have one of the skills that I'm having to um, adapt and, and work on is uh, knowing what to brush aside and what to, you know, pause and what can wait and what can not and be what just... What cannot wait. What cannot wait and what can be like not entertained at all. What can just be sort of like, don't have time for that. Yeah. Maybe some other time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what else should we talk about? What's on your little list there? Uh, Boy, we've already gone through the new jobs. And listen, nobody wants to hear you talk about your jobs. Let's just be honest. (laughs) We're, we're, you know, we've probably been talking about 15 minutes and, you know, people probably checked out at the, (laughs) when we started talking about famous bulls. Uh, the KFC. I don't think this is off track, but I don't think the famous bowls look good, but everybody seems to like them. Uh, sometimes if you mix a lot of things together in a bowl and um, <laughs> it was it may not look edible, but it surprise it will well, surprise you how see, delicious it is. Potato. Yeah. Gravy. Yeah. Corn. Yeah. Popcorn chicken. And you need to talk into the microphone. Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy. And cheese. Yeah. And then, like, the cheese melts and okay. stuff. It to me, sounds okay. It doesn't... I don't like the corn part. I feel like the corn part... If it didn't have the corn, I think it would be Okay. Good. But, like, Chipotle or... Yeah, but Chipotle, that's, like, beans. They mix everything together in a bowl. It just is different. There's chicken. You can get it with chicken. Why is it different? You can get corn. Corn salsa. Because there's not mashed potatoes in it. I don't understand when the mashed potatoes is the problem. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. I just don't think that mashed potatoes and corn mixed together would be good. All right, look. This is where... Maybe I should... I mean, I understand Maybe I should from. eat one, and then I'll decide for myself. Hey, should we talk about controversial topics like masks and non-masks? No. <laughs> um, anti-maskers and anti-vaxxers and pro-vaxxers and pro-maskers? No, we shouldn't talk about that. This isn't a political podcast. No, it's not. And that really shouldn't even be a political issue, but it it's become one. It's become one. And it's very... And this uh, is becoming a political conversation. Well, not really. Let me <laughs> just say did. this, because this is popping up again as we head into the mm. fall. Give Lots us of debate of about what schools should do, mm-hmm. who should wear masks, who shouldn't. Yeah. And this this will get into sort of the nuts and bolts of being a principal. It's um, Our school board has to decide what we're going to do. Um, and we're in a community where most of the people are, don't, aren't into the whole wearing of masks, but we have some people who are concerned and want their children to wear masks. So the school board voted to make the mask uh, an op- optional, and we're not obligated, we're not required um, to um, mandate masks unless the state mandates masks. But we also want to try to keep 
people from getting sick if possible. So we made the masks optional so that families can, who don't want their children wearing masks, they don't have to. And then the people who want their children to mask, wear masks, they can. Seems like okay. a good, good plan to me. But we're also going to do where we keep class, you know, classes separate from each other because we have different classes in different rooms. So we separate them. We're going to clean surfaces. We're going to have washing hands. Um, and we're going to be outside as much as possible. Okay. Now that the divide <laughs> happens. <laughs> now there's people listening right now who are outraged. Well, nobody's listening right now. So no one could possibly be outraged. But that's just the way you have to, you know. I, um, I am, someone will ask if you're, if I'm an anti-masker, if I'm pro-mask, anti-vax, pro-vax. I'm none of those things. Um, in this position. Are you paying attention to what I'm saying right now? <laughs> yes. But you can't oh, be any of those things in this position. And, I'm, and I'm, I'm not any of those things in real life. I don't... I am... You are you. Right. But also, I'm just like, I'm not interested in debating these things with people. Because no, yeah. You, because again, like going back to something we've, something we've talked to. about before many times... I can't change someone's mind by yelling at them or getting in their face or telling them they're wrong. They're not going to listen to that. No, so you just they have won't to, listen to reason. You do your thing and hope that everything turns out okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's nothing you just can do about it. Just do your thing and, and pray. <laughs> unless you want to be in a brawl in the middle of the street with, you know, yeah, a bunch of I'm people who are seriously angry. I'm not interested in arguing with people. No. Because it just, it never ends good the best way to get Everybody just gets all worked up. The best way to... Um, the best way to uh, get the most out of an argument is to avoid it. Mm, Don't get that? involved in it. Uh, that's sort of a paraphrase of Dale Carnegie. That's one of those. From Carnegie Hall to Dale Carnegie? Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> was it named the after Carnegie him? Institute. Um, was Is he like a. He wrote the book How to Win Friends ah, and Influence People. Yes, yes. One of the, my favorite um, quotes in that book is The barber lathers a man before he shaves him. Mm. Do you know what that means? It means. You're nice to people before you're mean to them. <laughs> yeah, you say something nice before you say, "Hey, listen." Then you gotta give yeah. them the, yeah. the bad news. A spoonful of sugar helps the and, medicine but then go you down. Help. Yes, exactly. That's a good. I like that though. The barber shaves or lathers <laughs> a man before he shaves him. Yeah, that's how you deal with people. So this afternoon we went driving. You got your permit. Yes. I don't know if you had your permit the last time we. We did. I did not. I just got it. Um, a couple weeks ago. I will say this from my end. Um, riding with you in the car <laughs> is actually easier than it was with your sister. Oh. It's because I'm such an I'm, amazing driver. I think driver. I've shown a lot of... I think a lot You've of it is... Growth. I've grown. You've grown as a person. And I'm... Growth. you know, I Every once in a while, I'll grab the... Not grab the wheel, but put my hand on it and sort of, hey, you're turning too sharp and I'll pull it back for yeah. you or whatever. But I try to let you do your thing and just sort of tell you, hey, when you come up to this stop, you, yeah, you're not stopping here. You gotta that. turn right. You gotta keep moving. Cause if I, you stop, the guy behind you is gonna wham into you, wham, bam. or get angry and start screaming and hollering about what a terrible driver you are. I appreciate that because if you're too freaked out and gr- every move that I make, then that stresses me out, and yeah. so then I'm like stressed out and then it makes me nervous and then i can't drive as well yes so i try to stay calm so you will stay calm and just give you the directions that you need and you're getting better i am getting better what's what part of driving do you like the most like what do you mean 
What part of it do you like the most? Like turning, slowing down, or like... <laughs> do you prefer to turn the wheel aspect? or keep the, keep the wheel straight? What, like what no. aspect of driving? Yeah, do you like being able to speed the speed or do you... Um, I think it's fun. I like it. Maybe it's because it's like, this is something uh-huh. grown up, so I feel grown up and like cool when I'm driving. Yeah. But it is also, I, I can get nervous because it's, it's a serious thing and you don't want to hurt anybody or... Mm-hmm damage property you know yes yeah you don't want to hurt yourself or hurt <laughs> others or damage and and i what's the best piece of advice i've given you so far you think i think it's the motorcycle one yeah give motorcycles give people room. if you have a motorcycle in front of you give them you need more stopping you distance. said today what we said this a couple of times was always not assume. Assume was not the word that we used. Was it assume? I believe it was. Assume. It was assume. Maybe. Always assume that someone else is going to make a mistake. Might make a mistake. Yes. Exactly. Because you don't want to rely on other. You don't people. want to be too careful to the point that you're just clogging everything up. But you want to yeah. assume that yeah. when you're yeah. Yeah. when you're coming up to a four way stop and you look both ways, don't be surprised if someone comes flying through the yeah. other way. You can't expect everybody stopping. else to do their part. Be absolutely sure it's clear before you go. Give people on motorcycles, like ahead of you, a lot of space. If yes. something happens where they crash, they're in the they're laying in the road by the time you get to them. Yeah. So you need time to stop, so because you're gonna you don't want to hit them. No, I don't want to hit a motorcycle guy. No, you don't. You don't want to pull in front of one, and you want you just want to. You always. They're assuming they're assuming a lot of risk by being mm-hmm. on a motorcycle, and they're because they're making they're taking so there are some people are like, hey, are you assume all it. you yeah you assume all the risk riding a motorcycle. There's a lot of people that think that way, and it's like they do. Yeah, however, you also have to be a good person. However, not you're not going to be like them. I'm going to ride right up on the back of this motorcycle. Yeah, you can't be like, well, they should have thought of that. Be considerate. You know? Be of, considerate. Yeah. Not saying they have to rule the road or that they're the most important, but. Consider the situation. Yeah. Give them a little space. Exactly. Pretty good advice. Yeah. Glad I thought of it. Yep. I may have read it somewhere. <laughs> All right. Any other notes on driving? Um. You spent. You do. You'd look away from the road a lot, and you're like, "Oh, are those are those irises or whatever was the thing you said today?" <laughs> was it um, hibiscus? Are those hibiscus? I, I don't know. Just drive the car. <laughs> Just keep keep your eyes on the road, please. Um. Yeah. You don't want to look away from the road, if at all possible. Until you're, at least until you're, um, you know, a more experienced driver. Until and then I'm you can, like, look, you know, just drive for miles looking to your left. <laughs> yeah. Looking, looking forward looking to Looking for it. deer and stuff like that. Yeah. How about, uh, how about a return to Chicago? We went back to Chicago. Yeah. We Our previous episode, we talked about going to... Um, the field museum. The field museum. And we had wanted to go to the Museum, museum of, of Science, Science and, and Industry. Industry. But we couldn't go because it, the day we were going was only for members. So mm-hmm. we ended up at the field museum. So mm-hmm. we decided to go back mm-hmm. on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I did Zoom interviews in a car, <laughs> in a passenger seat with some, um, I was in an Candidates. interview. It was like a committee meeting. In the in the passenger seat of the car yeah. on the way to Chicago, mm-hmm. um, so we, we were trying we to hire see, teachers. We got to see the inside workings of a principal's job. Yes, you, you, did. you could see it in action. Um, I, I didn't want to do it, but it was it was a 
an emergency yeah. uh, and session. And it was fine. And it was fine. You, you did it in the car. Yes. And so we did actually get... Multitasking. Yeah. Well, I wasn't driving. Your mom, <laughs> your mom took the safe. wheel. Yeah. Your mom took the wheel and I and I did the principal stuff in the passenger seat. Yeah. But we did get to go to the Museum of Science and Industry. We did. Finally. One of my favorite museums. One of my favorite museums. My favorite museum is the Smithsonian. Well, there's lots of different museums in the Smithsonian. But all I the like muse- them all. You like them all? That's where the Smithsonian uh, museums are, is on the mall <laughs> in Washington, D.C. Yes. That's a really bad dad joke, but um, boy, this is a, you know, <laughs> I say this all the time. This is a bad episode. This episode is going nowhere no, fast. No, this episode is good. This is a good episode. I can't think of anything to say about the Muppets. I'll think of something. Um, yeah. Uh, if we'd gone to the Jim Henson exhibit in Dearborn, we could have talked about Muppets all day. But let's get back to the, the Museum of Science and Industry. It's open till September, so we may still have a chance. Let's do it. I want my picture. Let's with talk about the, the the Museum of Science and Industry. I'm, this is the one thing I'm going to say. Okay. All the cool hands-on stuff was shut down, and a lot of stuff that uh, puts you in close quarters with people was closed. Yeah. Because of COVID regulations in Chicago. Yes. It said. On the ticket, when you get there uh, to wear a mask, but then the signs inside said masks were optional for those who were vaccinated. Yeah, and pretty much nobody was wearing a mask. Well, it was about 50-50. Yeah, there were some people. But But this is my problem. Okay. Half the stuff is closed. Half the stuff's not working, but they're still charging you full price to come in. Are you listening, Museum of Science and Industry? I think that that makes sense. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) If I can't go down in the coal mine... If I can't, but you pay extra for the coal mine. You can't go to the fun factory. You don't pay extra for the coal mine. You don't pay extra for the coal mine. That's part of admission. Is it really? Yes. Well, not not everybody who pays admission goes to the coal mine. You couldn't walk through the U boat. But you can never do that. Yes, you you can. You can walk through it, but this you can peek in the door. U boats. There's way more interesting stuff than what you can see just peeking in one of the side doors. Yeah, I wish I could have gone in, but listen. So that was my frustration. The second frustration was I'd forgotten that that weekend was Lollapalooza. Mm. We so all the restaurants downtown, all the restaurants downtown were um, at lunchtime were swamped with Lollapaloozers. We should have gone to Lollapalooza instead. No, we should. We should. We could have met Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know who that is. Um, I don't want to meet Machine Gun Kelly. I don't know who it is. <laughs> And so you, you know saying we Kelly. could have met Machine Gun Ke- Machine Gun Kelly is a gangster from the old days, I think. Well, the rapper Machine Gun Kelly purchased the name so that he can use it legally. He owns the name Machine Gun Kelly. So what's going to happen in two years when nobody cares about that guy anymore? I don't know. Is he going to sell the name to someone else? Probably not. Okay. But anyway, we, <laughs> we should not have gone to Lollapalooza, and we didn't. But they were... They were um, gumming up all the restaurants downtown, so we couldn't go to any restaurants downtown, so we had to stop at a Wendy's on the way home. But that was fun. Which was fine. Good chicken sandwich. Yeah, they're nice, a good salad and say, stuff like that. KFC's chicken sandwich is way better right. than the one at and we in, And then we watched a lady um, get mad because <laughs> there weren't enough people um, working in the restaurant. She yelled at the are you the only person running the register today? And the lady's like, we're understaffed. Nobody wants to work anymore because... Um, fast food doesn't pay enough and the government is giving everybody extra money on their unemployment 
And then the lady's like, this is ridiculous. And then she walked out, <laughs> made her family walk out starving to death. And then I ate my chicken sandwich. And then I looked at the guy next to me and I said, that's really not worth getting upset about. If no, she would have just, just waited 10 more minutes. You know what? You get your chicken sandwich. The 10 minutes it's going to take her to drive somewhere right. else to find a place to eat and then wait five more minutes to order. You would have had your food, lady. I know you're listening. You'd have had your food. <laughs> if you if can hear us. If you just waited and been patient 10 more minutes. Anyway, let's get back to the Museum of Science and Industry. Did it's, you learn anything? Did you no, have fun? I did have fun, but I didn't learn anything. No? No. It was, mm. an, it was, unedu- it was an uneducational trip. I learned non-educational? nothing. Non-educational? It was non-educational. I didn't realize the... Um, why do you keep doing that with your jaw? You keep going... Like, <laughs> she keeps stretching her jaw out. Like, I don't know why she's doing it. The uh, it. The Tesla coil. The thing that hangs up in the ceiling, and then they turn it on, and it goes, and there's electricity. <laughs> yeah. I realized the guy, you could hold a light bulb over your head, and it would turn the light I bulb didn't on. Know the, I've never seen um, him do that before. I, I didn't know that it was uh, Nik- Nikolai Tesla who invented that. The Tesla coil. Well, ACDC also, bub. <laughs> <laughs> direct current. Was he direct current, or was, or was Thomas Edison direct don't current? Don't ask me. Hey, let's look it up. But what I was saying was I... I remembered like the meh noise and stuff, but I didn't remember what it was. So I got to relearn what it was. Because when I was younger, it was just like a loud noise. It was just a loud noise over your head. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, now I know what this is. I was hoping it would be more of like a, because he said it was going to be a loud noise. And I was hoping it would be like an explosion rather than a long buzzing. So I was disappointed that the loud noise wasn't as cool as I thought it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, when you're younger, it's probably a lot louder and scarier. Yeah. Um, Tesla was an alternating current. Okay. Which is kind of... Which what, is AC. Which is AC, which is the modern, the modern thing. Don't ask me what alternating current is um, or how it works. I just know. No, I don't... Yeah. It's AC. Yeah, AC. Um, the, the What was the other... Um, what was the other thing I was going to say about that museum? Oh, yeah. They had the Marvel exhibit there. Yeah, we didn't get to go see it. No. Because you didn't buy tickets early. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't your fault. Here's the weird thing <laughs> about that museum. Let's hear it. Is they have, a lot of museums do this. They have where you can get in regular admission, and then they'll have a special exhibit. Uh-huh. The Henry Ford mm-hmm. in Dearborn, yeah. when you buy an admission ticket you are then entitled to go into a special exhibit that day, no matter what. You really? have to buy a ticket, but you can, if you're a member, you can get in and go to the exhibit free. Nice. But uh, Science and Industry sells those tickets separately from... Because they want more money. Well, no. They let <laughs> less people in. Oh. I didn't get to go into an exhibit one day, a uh, special exhibit that was there one year, because... The way they yeah, sell the tickets, yeah. you, you you have a ticket to get in, but that doesn't automatically entitle you the ability to buy a ticket to also go to the special exhibit. It's, it's weird. It doesn't make sense. Like it, the, the Marvel exhibit sold out for months in advance, but most museums, no matter how many people come through the museum that day, you can all, anybody who goes through the door has access to buying a ticket for that special exhibit. So the museum isn't sold out, but they sell out tickets for the exhibit. They only let a limited number of people in, which is strange. Yeah. It would have been cool to go see the Marvel exhibit, but also... Maybe. 
I, I would have been cool for you guys. I would have enjoyed really it. Care. I don't really care. I would have bought it. you guys. If there were only two tickets left, I would have bought it and said, go on in, you two. Yes. You and your friend. You could have gone in. Yes. And I would. So I was disappointed for you guys. It would have been cool to go see it, but also I also just wanted to go to the museum. So it right. was cool to just go to the museum as well. Because right. it's one of my favorite museums, and I hadn't been there in a while. Yes. And they changed that United Jet plane. Yeah. That hangs on the wall. Like, it used so to now be you like can't the inside was like, yeah, you used to be able to take pictures of yourself sitting in a seat and people would think you put them yeah. on social media and people would think you were going on. Yeah, a, you can't trick people that you're in Belize or whatever. Right. We're on our way to Belize. <laughs> Just arrived at O'Hare Airport. We're on the plane ready to take off. And they took all the, they didn't take all the seats out, but the way it's set up, um, why do you keep making funny faces? I don't know what's going on here. This should be a video podcast because you're making some very strange faces today. But anyway, you can't sit in the plane and trick people no. and thinking you're actually going somewhere cool. No. But no one would believe you now anyway because, you know, They could just pandemic. track me on Snapchat. Pandemic. Anything I, else about Chicago you I, want to throw in? We didn't get to go to the Bean because it's Lollapalooza. It was way too busy. Yeah. I was going to say... I don't. I've never said the word Lollapalooza this many times in my life. <laughs> I will. I will say mm-hmm. that there's a lot of like they're not dead bodies. I guess you wouldn't call them dead bodies, but they're like bodies. They're dead bodies. They are dead bodies that they've like taken apart to show. Yeah. But to me. Or like, they've sawed one in half. Yeah. So you... so you can look at it. Didn't like. It didn't seem like i was like that's not real like it didn't bother me mm-hmm. until i saw the intestines and then i was bothered like it grossed me out after that which is interesting the intestines bothered you the intestines bothered me then i was like okay this is a dead body but like when i was looking at like the heart and the liver and stuff i was like unbothered by it hmm. it's interesting also it was they have a, the exhibit with the stages of the baby Yes. It was fine at first for me to look at, like, the little babies. Until you but get then, to the full-grown babies. Until I got to the full-grown baby, like, I couldn't look at it, and I had to leave, because it was, like... Yeah. It was scary. So, if you've never been to the Museum of Science and Industry, they have an exhibit that shows the growth of uh, a, a, baby a baby from um, fertilized egg all the way up to a full-grown, full-term baby. Full-term and they have born. real... Um, fetuses and um, and then eventually as you get to the end of the uh, birth cycle um, it was it a stillborn baby that they have they were either it said they were either a stillborn or like a miscarriage or like an accident happened um, that the baby died oh like they well they and they were all donated for the exhibit yeah, um, well, because, like, we were walking, and it was kind of like, oh, that's really interesting to see, like, this. And then once we got to the end, like, my friend was like, I can't look at that. And I was like, no, we need to, like, leave now. Because it then was... they have a movie after, after you get done. There's a little movie. And after watching that, I was, um, uh, as far as it shows, like, how conception takes place. And I thought, watching it, I thought, don't get mad at me, evolutionists. But I thought, boy, that is some pretty remarkable stuff it's hard for me to believe that that's something that that's a process that evolved but it just happened yeah yeah Yeah. it's pretty everything is it's really it's really intricate and complicated simple cells and 
Um, but see, other people might look at that and think, Wow, what a remarkable wow. thing nature is. Yeah, like they might look at that and think, this proves evolution to me. So it's really just your point of view. I didn't have a point of view on it, really. Like, well, I mean, I'm like just your, telling you I what mean, it like made your me point think. of view on like creation. It's just made, it's just telling you what it made me think when I was watching it. It seems hard to believe that that's something that just happened. Yeah. It just developed a complicated process. Simple cells develop into a complicated process like that. I don't know. It seems like like the spark of life, that little thing, the spark of life, that something had to, <laughs> to initiate that beyond yeah. just like just cells or atoms or whatever they just yeah you know what i mean right. sure yeah no no i do understand. am i making any sense <laughs> probably not should liked... we go into our did you want to keep talking about this okay let's keep talking about the museum we have a new segment that will be coming oh, yes, up yes, yes, yes. later in our program it's gonna be really exciting but before Everyone we get to that we want to yourselves. make sure that we're still talking about um the museum the fairy castle. It, those of you that are still awake. Yes. The fairy castle. The fairy castle. Who made the fairy castle? Do you remember the lady's name? I don't remember the fairy hey, castle Google. lady's name. Hold on. Let me try Let's this. Let's get a live answer from Google. Okay, Google. Who made the fairy castle at the Museum of Science and Industry? Hold it up so we can all hear what she has to say. Colleen Moore. Oh, she didn't say it out loud? No. I don't. I don't. I don't have assistant. Come on now. The assistant talk, because then it's, it's a, Colleen, Colleen Moore. Moore's fairy castle is a fairy dream home adapted to fantastic proportions. This elaborate miniature house was created in the 1930s by silent film star Colleen Moore, fulfilling her childhood fascination with dollhouses. So there you go. Yes. There's the fairy castle. Go ahead. I like the fairy castle a lot. It's really pretty, and I want one. And you want to be shrunk down so I you want can to, live inside yes, of it. I want to go in the fairy castle. I think it would be really cool, but it would also be scary to be shrunk down and go inside of it because uh-huh. there's like quiet music playing. Yeah. And there would just be like a bunch of like weird dolls and stuff. Yeah. There's a <laughs> a, a a small miniature painting of Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse in there yeah, that was actually that was really cool. drawn and painted by Walt Disney himself. Yeah. Little fairy castle trivia for you there. For those of you that don't know anything about the fairy castle, I thought it. I think it's really pretty, and I like to go look at it. It's so beautiful. Yes, yeah, so you, you did make I'm, sure that we you made it a point to. Go I see like that. fairies as a, as like a, a thing. I think like the style, yeah. and the aesthetic of like the vintage fairy idea is very pretty. So it was really cool. I like so to look at it. Um, another thing that's be that um, when I was there, I was like, there's two space capsules there. There's an Apollo, I think it's Apollo 18 capsule. thought it was Apollo 13. No, that one is somewhere else. I mean, 11. No, that one is some, that was somewhere else. <laughs> this is Apollo 18, which uh-huh. I believe is the last. Was it Apollo 18? I don't know. It was Apollo 18. I remember it being Apollo 11, so. No, it was Apollo 11. 8. It was, the, it was the one Jim Lovell took um, to orbit the moon. Okay. It was the first time that someone orbited the moon let me see we're going back to the google you ready here we go okay google apollo 8 space capsule this is fun people listening apollo yes it was the apollo 8 space capsule all right um that was uh the third flight and first crew launch the first it was the third apollo flight and the first crew launch of the saturn 5 first human space flight from Kennedy Space Center. Wow. 
It's pretty cool. It took three days to travel to the moon. So it was the first um, manned flight to orbit the moon. It was supposed to be the second crew. Well, anyway, they have their Apollo capsule. Apollo 8 capsule is there. Yeah. And they also have Aurora 7, which nice. was Scott Carpenter's capsule for the second um, United States orbit of Earth. So now I was like, hey, I've seen a lot of different space capsules. I've seen Friendship 7, which is um, Alan Shepard's capsule. That's at the John F. Kennedy Museum in Boston. I've seen several of the capsules in washington dc and so i'm like hey i used to try to go see all the where the presidents are buried maybe now since i've seen so many of these space capsules i can go try to find all the capsules they have on display that would be cool i think that's a, a lot of them are at the cosmosphere in kansas a, you could write a movie about that someone no, going on a road would trip be really boring to go People see be, all of the space capsules no that call it be. space capsule that would be really boring. I'm people write would be it. people would be bored senseless. But many of them are at the Cosmosphere, I think it's called, in Kansas, and we know people that live in Kansas, so we could go see it. We could go see some most of them there. And yeah. there's some in Ohio. Nice. We live close to Ohio. Yeah. Those those Mercury seven capsules are really small. Like like <laughs> Nice. Like they're just big enough for a man to fit inside them. But really small. Did they go to Mercury? That's my assessment. No. That was just the name of the like the Saturn V rockets, the Mercury rockets. Yeah. yeah. No, they didn't go to Mercury. The Mercury 7 were the first seven astronauts of the United States space program. I see. The, um, the name of the spaceship in The Martian is the Ares something. Was that right? Yeah, because Ares is the Roman god of war, and, is and that Mars right? is the Greek god of war. Unbelievable. That makes sense then. Yeah, look up what it was because I don't remember the number. <laughs> Ask Google. Uh, what am I asking it? What was the spaceship from the Martian? And the answer is unrealistically large by NASA standards. <laughs> uh, Hermes. Was it Hermes? I thought it was Ares. Ridley, Scott, uh, Ridley Scott's film of the Andy Weir novel The Martian boasts a wide variety of space hardware, both real and extrapolated from current NASA plans. Unrealistically large by NASA standards for a Mars vessel, the Hermes what? appears to be the size of an international space station. I thought it was the Ares. Oh, listen. Hermes uses low-thrust ion engines to ferry Ares oh. crews from Earth to Mars and go. back. See, when the one crew returns home, the next crew boards Hermes to prepare for another mission. Oh, because Hermes oh. was the Greek god. He was like the messenger god. So he's carrying the Hermes, the spaceship, is carrying them as Hermes would carry messages. It's yeah, all the, coming together now. The Ares 3 habitat is described as an inflated canvas structure. So the Ares 3 is the habitat. That's the it's habitat, the habitat that, they, the, okay. that, um, I haven't seen that the your boy Matt Damon um, hangs out in. That's where Sebastian Stan was there too. Okay. Um, I don't really want to talk about Sebastian Stan. <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> well, you brought him up. Is he in that movie? He I've only seen movie. it once. He's one of the astronauts. Yeah. I don't remember that. I remember Matt Damon. Jessica and, Chastain. And I remember, I don't remember her, and I remember... She isn't, was the isn't captain Jeff, of the ship. Isn't um, Jeff Daniels in it? I have no idea who that is. Jeff Daniels? He's the guy that was in Speed, the the buddy that says, shoot me in the leg or whatever. Oh, yeah, he is in that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. He's from Michigan. 
No way. Yeah, he's a Michigander, bub. Jeff Daniels. Crazy. It, it also whenever Childish people talk Gambino about famous in that. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. I, that, aren't you impressed that I knew that? Yes. That sure. Donald Glover is. <laughs> I've never heard a Childish Gambino song, you but never I know heard who a Donald. Gambino song? I, I, but I've heard. I know who he is. Um, what was I gonna say? Jeff Daniels. Oh yeah, when people always talk about famous people from Michigan, they're always like yeah, Eminem and Ted Nugent and Kid Rock and all these people. I'm like, what about Jeff Daniels? He's not controversial enough. What about Greta Van Fleet? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, Karina's a I'm a Greta classic, Van Fleet she's a, fan. She's into now. classic rock. Well, they're not classic rock. Uh, they're pretty from, much. They're, they're basically. From now, though. <laughs> I've heard a few other songs, and they're basically um, riffing on classic rock yes they've been accused of being like led zeppelin but i don't know whatever so good. uh karina's into greta van fleet so those of you out there that like um, into fans. hard rock um or classic rock there you go you got a new you have a new um a new person a new young person in the stable yeah send her send her all your pink floyd albums i guess it's not classic rock i don't know maybe it is <laughs> well boy what are we talking about <laughs> Um, I I just want to go on record. This is pretty amazing that we've not talked about a certain film series, and we're not going to. Um, We haven't talked about the Muppets, which is kind of disappointing. We can Um, talk about the. I mean, I don't have anything to say about them. I have something to say about the Muppets. Any Muppet content lately? Nothing to do with the Muppets. I haven't had time for any content, which is probably a good thing. I was. Are they going to be on the new Muppet Show? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching a. Greta Van Fleet performance, and I noticed that the drummer plays the drums like how Animal from um, the oh. Muppets plays the drums. Like his mannerisms are very similar. So I was like, he looks like Animal from the Muppets. So yeah. Their drummer does. Danny Wagner. He looks like. I look at you. Even know the guys' names of the band. Yeah, I know all their names. And their birthdays. No, impressive. I don't know their birthdays. That's pretty impressive. Um, you also know that they're. Some of them are related, apparently. Yeah, the th- there's three brothers: Josh, Jake, and Sam. I don't know how to pronounce their last name. I Josh, thought Jake it was and Sam. I thought it was Kichka, but I think it's just Kishka. But I'm not sure. Mm, Sounds I don't know. Polish. I'm not familiar with the. Um, but yeah, three of them are brothers, and then one of them the is their friend. I don't know how interesting this episode is going to be. So maybe like in a week or so, we'll have to do another one. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about Greta Van Fleet or Famous Bowls or <laughs> well, Museum why of Science. We, why don't we move on to your segment then? Uh, should we go into our new segment? Let's go into our new <laughs> uh, segment. We're going to try a new segment. And I don't know how, how well this is going to go over. But this is, uh, and it doesn't have a name. But in this segment, I read one a one-star review for a restaurant <laughs> from Google Reviews. I think we should call it one-star review segment. Or it's just... Um, Trying to kill time with something. No, like. I think it should have a name. So, like a week ago, we have some people that are, uh, we have some house guests, and um, they were staying. They've been staying with us for several weeks, and um, we were sitting around with them. And one of them mentioned that they like a pizza parlor called Blaze Pizza. Um, now, I'd never heard of Blaze Pizza, and apparently, it's a, a pizza place where you go in, you tell them what you want, and they make it in front of you or something. I thought originally it was you put the toppings on yourself. But I guess it's like Subway or something. You go in, you tell them, you what, tell you them want. what you want. They put the they stuff put on, on and, and they cook it real fast for you. It's, it's like, like Papa a, John's. It's like a little flaky crusted pizza, I think, is the is the idea. 
But um, so, and apparently they're all looking at their locations because I was hoping one that was one in our town. They're they're in college towns. They're like in South Bend, Indiana, Ann Arbor, Michigan, I, East see, Lansing, Michigan. There's South some in Bend. Chicago near Northwestern University. So it's a college thing, it seems like. You I, thought thought South Bend I thought that South Bend was in Michigan because when I would stay with grandma, my, my maternal grandmother, yeah. we would go to South Bend all the time. So I just assumed oh, that it's it just was... because they live so close to yeah. the Indiana border. Yeah. Why is South Bend at the north end of Indiana? Someone explain that to me. Shouldn't it be North Bend? Why isn't South Bend down at the bottom of Indiana? Maybe it used to be part of a different state, and it was in the south of that state. I'm not going to look it up right now. We could answer this question right now. Why is it called South Bend, Indiana? But I'm not going to do it. What? Look it up yourselves if yeah. you want to know. Put it in I the mean, comments. I'm the one that asked the question, but you, you should probably look it up yourself. Yeah, uh, put it in the comments. Um, maybe we'll finally get a comment on one of these um, episodes. So anyway. Um, Segment. Blaze Pizza. So I was like, hey, let's look at. Because we were talking about Blaze Pizza. So I thought, hey, let's look and see what other people think of Blaze Pizza. And there are some people that like it. But then it's always more fun to read <laughs> the inter- the reviews by people who, who, absolutely hate who don't like these pizza places. And so um, we might end up reading two of them. But I'm going to read this first one. All right, let's hear it. Um, I can't remember the name of the reviewer. I think her name was JB. But this is a review... It's actually four years old, but it's it's a good review. It's the one star review for Blaze Pizza in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And here's and it goes as such. <laughs> Are you looking for overpriced, overcooked pizza? Do you like your pizza crust to be black and taste like burnt crackers? Maybe you like black crumbly stuff all over the bottom of your pizza, so you have to constantly wipe your hands with each bite. Do you plan on ordering a pizza with two toppings that looks like a pizza with no toppings? Do you love it when an employee douses your pizza with olive oil after it comes out of the oven, even though you didn't request it? How about waiting for your black cracker pizza to be remade with even less toppings than before? I hope you answered yes to all these questions. If you did, then Blaze Pizza is the place for you. Step right up to the end of a long line filled with <laughs> screaming children and negligent adults staring at their phones. Blaze Pizza, where flavor and quality literally go to blazes. That's actually Now listen, good I, I'll tell you what, I admire the effort here. I admire the effort to not just say this place stinks or the pizza was burned. They went to the effort to... Do some creative writing. Yeah, that was good writing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to write a negative review, it's very, here's the thing, it's very difficult to write a positive review of something. You should just, you know. Yeah, it was good. I liked it. It was fun. Sarah behind the counter was amazing, and the the manager was, you know, what a, Phil the manager is always willing to ha- lend a hand. I recommend Blaze Pizza or whatever. Those are easy to write. It takes It takes some creativity to be a real jerk and be <laughs> be real negative <laughs> about things instead of just saying, you know, we had a, a not not so great experience. Um, I think it's interesting that people will take time out of their day to sit down and, like, create something like that yeah. and put it out there for the world to see. We could read another one. You want Let's to read this it. other one? Let's this is another one-star one review. This one's three years old. Okay. Such a bad experience, and it seems others have had the same issues I did. They forgot about my order and then made it wrong. 
and the company refuses to own up to it. They forgot about the order and then made it wrong. Yeah. I ordered a single pizza online and was instructed to pick up in 12 minutes. They had not started my order when I arrived, which was actually 20 minutes after ordering. And had to search to even find where my order had been written down. I didn't want to wait for it to be made. It was busy, and it was clear that it would take a while. So I politely asked if I could just have a refund and leave. I was told I could not because I had ordered online, and I'd have to reach out via the website. (laughs) I eventually received a pizza 38 minutes after placing the order. I like how the precision... Not like nearly 45 minutes. He's like 38 minutes. It was specifically 38 minutes. He He obviously checked the receipt online and then looked up at the clock as his order was given Mm -hmm. because he knew precisely 38 minutes. It was missing two of the three toppings I ordered. Obviously, I wasn't going to go back and waste more of my time dealing with it. He wasn't going to waste time going back to (laughs) get the order right, but he he took the time to log on to Google. Yep. And leave a review, a negative review. I contacted the company through the website. Uh, where I, oh boy, oh boy. Uh, oh, here it is. I contacted the company through the website as instructed and was told that I should have opened the box to check my order was correct. And then in parentheses, i.e., this was all my fault. <laughs> and I was offered a coupon for my next visit. And then in parentheses, as if I'll ever go back. But no refund. Terrible place. Go somewhere else. I think it's kind of people to, you know, come on and warn people. They're they're looking out for other people. Yeah, like, this was a bad experience. There's there's a part of me, you know, I've had bad experiences at restaurants, and I either just leave. I mean, you can't. What's, what's to be gained? Thing. I mean, are you really? Unless it's just like they're poisoning the food. Are you? I mean, you can't take one bad experience and say this restaurant is terrible because that's one thing that happens. And there's other people that have have given great reviews for that restaurant. I mean, I went into a Hungry Howie's once and there was one guy working there and there were like four people in line and he was swearing and trying to answer the phone and people were getting impatient. And I was like, he's frustrated. He's the only else showed up. You can't, be like, you can't be like, this place is terrible. It's not his fault if nobody else showed up or if they're lollygagging back from their break or whatever. Yeah, I would have left the restaurant. I would yes. have stayed. I no, just I mean, don't see if there's worker, anything to be gained by just going online and giving a negative review no. like that. There's nothing to be gained. Unless it's, 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 like, to, unless it's like there was something like actually wrong. It's with like the taking a selfie. It's just about yourself. It's about, you know, you really want people to think, like the first one, it was the creative writing thing. It was funny. But really it was like, hey, let's see if people will think I'm clever. Yeah. By the way, I was thinking the other day, anytime I take a picture of myself, which is not that often, I feel like an idiot afterwards. <laughs> it's like, why am I, why am I taking a picture of myself? Is there so any more, anything more like. narcissistic? I know, but then to go post it somewhere, that's why you do it, right? Is there anything more narcissistic than that? Like, don't you think I'm look interesting? Let me make sure. Oh. See, we're from different generations, so I see yeah, it differently. I'm from the generation of people who uh, are very self selfless. Mm-hmm. We don't think about ourselves. We no. don't. We don't self-aggrandize. We're not, you know, narcissistic. <laughs> no, I don't think it's a generational thing. No, I think I just it's just the we... older I get. 
I, think I just think, why did I just take a picture of myself? I think it is a generational thing because we look at it differently. We look at social media and posting things in a different way. I don't way. think that's true. I think it is true. I don't think so. I think I think true. you guys are narcissists. But that's not a knock on you. They're just young. You're young. When you're older, maybe. I don't know. There's plenty of I people my age that love to take pictures of themselves <laughs> and put them online. <laughs> my, I mean, I do it, but I've deleted. I've done it before. It's just. I was talking to. The reason I bring this up was talking to a friend of mine about it the other day. And it's like taking a picture of yourself is this most narcissistic like if I, I was like, is there is. something on my? I, you not have a mirror, and you're like, is there, is there something on it's my face? It's documenting You take history. a picture, and you look at the picture, and you're like, oh, it's like some crusty thing there, or whatever. But I think that it's documentation. You take a picture of yourself doing something because you want to be able to look back and be like, that was fun. That's different than, but like, okay, I got I these don't cool see new sunglasses. I don't take selfies and post them. I <sighs> I'll yeah, take I mean, selfies so I can look back and be like, that's what I looked like. But I don't really post them because I don't feel comfortable with that. Okay, all right. I can. It's okay. not my I can thing. Respect that. Yeah. I can respect that. It's not my thing. I don't know. I just that's I what, that's a thing that I've developed recently in the last oh year or so. Like you know what? Taking a picture you of yourself. You don't have to take selfies. And I know I don't. That's what I'm saying. Is like, like I don't know. It just seems weird now. It just seems like a strange thing for a 50 year old man to be like take a picture of myself and put it up on. I feel like as you get older, if you take my picture, you should have other people take your pictures. If you take my picture and you're like, hey, people. this should be your profile pic. All right. But uh, for me to be like, I need a new profile pic. And then, oh, let me get my head at the right angle. Hey, where's those sunglasses I just bought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is kind of weird, I guess. Maybe I should put on my new ball cap. Uh, I think. Let me go trim my beard a little bit. The thing <laughs> is, the it's like the, the sensibility is like. If you I look think the air good, conditioning's off. It's getting pretty warm in here. If you look good, take a yeah. picture of yourself and post it. If you're you know, good and you know it, if you're good and you know it, got. why? If you're good and you know it, why hide it? Exactly. Right? Yeah. Because then people will post. Hey, if you're good and you know it, why like, hide it? Gorgeous queen or whatever you know on your, right? on your posts. You got and also you got to know it's a know good something? it's good practice for. When you're having an actual portrait taken, to know which is your best yeah, side, which is the best way to you tilt know your something? head. What? No one ever comments on my posts. Okay. <laughs> I comment on other people's posts, but I don't yeah. receive back. Uh, yeah. The thing I, I I'm more like, yeah, if I take a picture of someone else, like our cats or you or whatever, that then that's like something. But I've had posts in, in the past, like when... When I was using Facebook more frequently, I'd be like, take a picture and post it. And then like five minutes later, like, why did I just take a picture of myself and post it? Delete. It's the most, like, you know what? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Sort of, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, why am I doing this? Unbelievable. What a fool I've been. <laughs> <laughs> Read any good books lately? I've actually started um, reading um, The Epic of Gilgamesh. Mm. This is going to make me sound really pretentious and like, oh, he's a, he thinks he's a, really into literature now. He's reading the, the first epic poem of all time. It was carved on stone, seven stone tablets. See, now you just sound more pretentious because yeah. you're listing all these facts about well, it. Well, that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> The Epic of Gilgamesh was is something that was found on some broken stone tablets is it words it was words. yeah it had to be translated from um the uh is it a 
Babylonian language? Don't ask me. It's from Mesopotamia. It's like it's like it predates <laughs> love, even the Bible. I, I love the word Mesopotamia. Land between waters is what it means. Um, Meso, middle, Potamia, water. water. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. Um, that's going to be the title of this episode. Mesopotamia. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. It, it predates, it was predates even like the writing down of Genesis. That's how old it is. And I've never read it. So I was like, I've you know what? I'm going to go ahead and start reading it. I haven't had time to, Have you ever read to finish the Count of Monte Cristo. I read the Odyssey in college. Wait, is Homer the guy who wrote it? Yeah, oh. he wrote the Iliad and the Odyssey. Yeah. But there's like debate about whether Homer so, was actually a person or that's just a name. Let me that ask they you a question. Attached to those. the thing with Sparta. Sparta. Uh, we can't. The, we're at an hour. We got to stop. <laughs> the thing with the big horse. Did that actually the Trojan happen? horse? Of course not. <laughs> of course, it didn't actually happen. I see. I always thought it was a real thing. <laughs> it might have been. I don't know. But it, listen, I had a professor who said anything that happened between before. Like 1725 is a myth. <laughs> Everything that's written down is not a myth, but that it's all. You can't prove it. It's all bull roar, to, to put it. I it's, see. it's all. It, it's the people that wrote stuff down were playing loose with the truth. This is. They were loose with the facts and the truth. They bent, they bent the truth. Those is basically were not what the facts saying. of the case. Right. Exactly. It, but that's what he says about all the history written before. Now, in the 1700s, why do you keep doing that? Are you having a problem with your jaw today? Why do you I'm keep... just I'm popping my jaw. It's, why? Why not? It's just weird. I'm sitting here talking to you, and you're like making faces and looking around and pop, popping your jaw. Anyway, Gilgamesh. Um, Epic of Gilgamesh. The Epic of Gilgamesh is the first place where you see the flood story written down. Oh, fun. It was written down, and, it, and it's... Um, I can never is say it the like guy's Noah, name. Or it's in is the it... very end of the story. The guy's name is Upanishadpim. I think is some, something something like that, similar to that. It was the same thing. The gods are going to destroy the earth, so he builds a raft and puts all the animals on the raft. Oh, nice. It's the first time that the flood story, story was written down anywhere. So they stole. So they, think, it. they heard well, about Noah, and they were like, "Well, well there's let people me... that will say that. Well, the Hebrews stole that story from ah, the, the Epic, Epic of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh because society began in Mesopotamia, and then as everybody branched out from there, they took the stories with them. Well, it just depends. On and your then point they changed the names, blah blah blah. And so there's all these arguments about you know. Who wrote it first? Did the what does the Jewish Bible borrow that story and but change it? But there's every, lots of stories was of it, the flood. I know that, and they usually have everybody in this, each story has a different name. Yeah. So there's a huge argument, of course, about which one's the real story, which one's the real character, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Well, right now. But anyway, that's uh, I've been reading that. I've um, been reading when I have time because when you're principal of school, don't have a lot of time for this. Yeah. Like I really, I'm I'm surprised we found time to to, to do blather this. for an hour. I've and been... it's finally getting interesting. I say that every episode, too. It's finally getting interesting. Um, but by this time, people will have checked out. Because yeah. the first 45 minutes were probably just brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably extraordinarily yeah. difficult for any. But, I, but we're not doing this for you, the listener, anyway. We're just doing... Well, how... that? Yeah. We're just doing this to amuse ourselves. Yeah. Well, I've been reading... And to make, keep a record of interesting things we thought I've been reading... I've been reading... Oh, yes. I asked you if you read anything. 
That's how this whole thing began. <laughs> I've been reading, I've been rereading Jane Eyre. Oh. oh, yes, I read that earlier this year. Yes, it's my, marvelous favorite, book. It's my favorite book. And marvelous. Marvelous, absolutely. Jane Eyre is one of my favorite characters because she has morals and standards. Okay. Um. <laughs> She's like, what, what's, what's, the, what's the guy's name? Mr. Mr. Rochester. <laughs> can't speak. Mr. Rochester, yes. Right. She's like, I can't marry. No, Darcy. Never mind. Yeah, she's like, I can't marry you because your wife is still alive. She's like, and he's like, but she's insane. He didn't want her to marry him. He just wanted her to be his mistress, and she was like, I'm not having it. Maybe I didn't read it carefully. Said I'm not going to be your side (laughs) chick. I I got the I got the he was trying to marry her. Remember, well, and then well, someone showed up at the wedding and said, "Yes, well, yeah, because he's then they sh- still married, or whatever." He showed up and was like, "He's still married," so now they can't get married because it's gotten out right? there, or whatever. So he's like, "Jane, you don't have to go. You know, you can, oh, you can I stay with part. me." I may have to reread. It was a really good book. Yeah, though. but I like that she's like, "I ain't doing that." She's like, "You're married, and I, I'm not just some hussy. I have morals." Yeah, I, she's not gonna. She loves him, but she right, but she she's not going to compromise. She's not going to compromise her beliefs her, for America. right. That's why she's one of the best characters in literature. I think people say a lot that Jane Eyre is a very feminist novel, and I I agree with that in a way. I don't I don't know I don't know about that. I mean, it's just I don't know <laughs> it's feminist no, about like, her it's just standing up for her more for her standards. It's considered one of the feminist I novels guess. of history because. Of I suppose the way but, that women used to be written, and then the way that Jane Eyre was written, and the way that Charlotte Bronte portrayed women, it was different. Well, she was she a portrayed woman author, them but she as, wrote, as what was the what was the pen name she used? Burwell something. Is that I mean, right? I don't know. All right, let's. I'm look not it a up. real Charlotte Bronte fan. I guess not. Let's look it up. No, I can't remember what. Now what, this what, this episode's really picking up some steam. Here. I can't remember what Rochester. What name was? was the pen name for Charlotte Bronte. Kerbel. 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 Look up what Bell. what Mr. Rochester's for. It's William, isn't it? I feel like it's William. I know. I'm thinking Fitzwilliam. But okay, that's Google. Fitzwilliam Darcy from Pride and Prejudice. Okay, Google. Oh, brother. Not okay, Google. Okay, Google. What's Mr. Rochester's first name? Edward, Edward Fairfax Edward Rochester. Fairfax Rochester. You're not a real Jane Eyre no, fan. I just haven't read it in a while. I've read it once, but at least I remembered it was Mr. Rochester and no, Fitzwilliam. I knew it was Mr. Rochester. I just couldn't I just couldn't remember his first you name. You might start to hear birds chirping because it's got really warm in our studio and I had to open a window. Hear that? Can you hear it? Listen. Let's listen to some nature. You hear it? Do your David Attenborough voice. Trying to remember how to do David Attenborough. <laughs> I was just going to do generic British guy, but David Attenborough's voice is not just a generic it's different. British guy. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm, I can hear it in my head, but I'm having trouble <laughs> conjuring it up to say it correctly. But can you hear that? It's nature. I can sort of in the distance hear the crickets chirping. I think that might be cicadas. No, cicadas are extraordinarily loud. The cats caught a cicada a couple days ago. They sure did. Yeah, they're trying to eat it. The cats caught a cicada with a silver spoon. What? <laughs> well, you said cats, cats, caught a, cats, cats caught a cicada. Sounds like so cats So that made it sound cradle. like cats in the cradle. So the, 
The cat's caught a cicada with a silver spoon. Right. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. So let's think about this. Are, are, what are some songs about dads who are bad dads or inattentive <laughs> fathers? Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> I don't. Um, this would be a, a good playlist. I have a friend who makes playlists about You're gonna everything. You're going to make a playlist called Dads no, I'm who not are gonna inattentive make it. I don't have time for, I'm not going to make it. I, I don't have time for that. But I have a friend who knows lots about music and probably makes like thousands of Spotify playlists. And he could probably put together at least 10 songs about that are about dads who are inattentive fathers i don't know i don't listen to music about dads that are inattentive fathers i'm not asking you to make the playlist i know no but you were telling me you were saying let's make a list cats in the cradle and silver spoon there's there's another one (laughs) i can't think of it off top of my head i don't know i'm sure gordon lightfoot wrote one maybe did he have an, an inattentive father I don't know. Then why would Gordon like? Because he's a folk singer. He's from Canada. I'm sure. He... <laughs> <laughs> What's him being from Canada have to do? I don't know. Is I it like true that if you scratch Canadian, Canadian money, like... it smells like maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> that is about as true as the Trojan horse no, story. No, 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 no. Why would Canadian money smell like maple syrup? That's that what I was told. That sounds pretty. In... That was. That was something that was written, um, made it. up. That was something made up by someone who doesn't like Canada. But this that is how would be Congress... awesome. Why would they not? Why would they make that up if they didn't like Canada? You think someone would make that up to be like Canada's so cool? Okay. Um, hold on a second. You know. There's no way that that's actually Google true. It. Google... I, it might not be Canadian. What? Why would you even believe something like that? Why would you even make... I feel like an idiot actually... Googling this? Googling it. I'm going to do it, though. Cause, Google it. Because I love you. You're my daughter and all that good stuff um, that you're supposed to say. Um, make your daughter feel loved or whatever. Um, let me see here. Does Canadian money... <laughs> does Canadian money smell like maple syrup <laughs> when you scratch it? <laughs> no way. Why am I looking this up? What? <laughs> Hold on a second. This is from ABC News. Let me look. From 2000, <laughs> from 2013. What? For some Canadians, the sweet smell of money has an aroma exactly like its fame maple syrup. The introduction of a new polymer-based bills began in November 2011, but last month, more common fives and twenties have entered circulation. With it has come a flurry of unsettling observations ranging from their aroma to complaints that the bills become sticky and melt in the heat. The biggest debate, however, is whether they smell like a good breakfast. It's pretty cool, actually, says Michael Lensman, 19 of Montreal. They smell exactly like Canadian maple syrup. Was this April 1st? Oh, May 29th. <laughs> Not everybody smells the sugary sweet scent. Well, we need Popular to get... news sites like Yahoo Canada have been inundated with commenters either debunking or defending their currency's alleged sugary odor. So it seems the jury may be still out on that. Well, let's get some Canadian money, and we'll do a segment where we smell you Canadian You know what? Money. In order to get Canadian money, you know what we have to do? To, to do one of my least favorite things to do, and that's go to Canada. No offense. I know a lot of people from Canada, and I don't they're know wonderful people, but I 
I've I never, would like to I've avoid. never met a Canadian before. Yeah, one of our teachers was Canadian at the school. Fifth and sixth grade teacher. I'm not going to say. Oh, her that's name. right. She was. Canadian. Yeah. See, you have met a Canadian. I have met a Canadian. Uh huh. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> yeah. Not so smart now, are you? What else? Any other crazy uh, myths that you've heard? Um. So. I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard any. I haven't heard any myths either. I think that last 10, 15 minute segment was pretty good. Yeah. It gets better at the end because we get warmed up. You get warmed up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, so what else? Anything else? No. Should we wrap it up? Should we wrap this episode Let's wrap up? it up. Is there anything left to, to, to chat about, to discuss? It seems like we should keep talking. Normally, I like to keep these things pretty short, but... You know, I can't think of anything, but there there might be. Um, we could talk about school starting. No. Feelings. No, let's not talk about that, because I have plenty of time to talk about that in the next week. School okay. starting. Um, Here was what we'll talk about. This is a question for the audience. If you'd like us to make a new cover for our podcast. I'm going to edit this part out. Let, let us know because no. I want to make a new cover. First of all, no one's going to respond to this. They never do. No one's going to respond to this. May, you have My a... mom responded. She's the only person who ever left a comment. Right. Grandma, it was fun listening you, to you talk. Do you want us to make a new cover, Grandma? Let us know. No, she doesn't want us to make a new cover. The one we have is fine. I want to make a new cover. Well, why don't you start a different podcast and make a cover for it? Since you're so enamored with that idea. Okay. Maybe I will. So, um, I don't remember what I was going to say. Me neither. Uh, that, that, that's about it. That's all I got, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um we could spend the next five minutes going, um, I don't know what to talk about. I want to keep talking, but I don't know what to say. Uh, so they played a baseball game in Iowa the other night. <laughs> at the site of the movie, The Field of Dreams. Yeah, they did. They didn't play it on the actual field from the movie. No. Probably because it's not a professionally manicured field. And they're million-dollar athletes, and you can't risk one of them, you know, falling in a gopher hole or something and twisting their ankle. So they built another field out past the cornfield. Why professionally didn't they just groomed. build gopher holes? They would have had to let. It was probably a liability issue, and they probably couldn't they get enough seats it. around it. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, either way, uh, I tried to watch it, but I got extraordinarily bored because. Uh, four innings in, every run had scored by by the home run, and then the next day I looked, and there were 17 runs in the game, and everyone was gushing about what a great baseball game it was, but 16 of the 17 runs scored via the home run. And you know what happens when a home run is hit? The batter jogs around the bases. So it's kind of cool to see a guy hit a ball 500 feet, but nothing happens after that except the guy jogging the bases. And why have an actual field and fielders if they're not going to be used? If you're not going to use them, they don't use Good them point. much anymore. I want to see like a, a really close play at third base or something like that. More action. That's yeah. why I think baseball is boring, is because it's just stuff like that. Yeah, and it's like 
and it, it was fine back when there were, weren't other things to draw your attention away that were quicker and more exciting. Like basketball? Like, well, they had basketball back then, but but um, people no, had just had a lot shorter attention spans now than they used to. So when you're watching a game and the pitcher's looking in and he's getting the signal from the catcher, like people who watch baseball their whole lives, they're fine with like the, trying to decipher the signals or the, the pitcher will step off the mound because the signals are all mixed up. And they might spend five minutes trying to get the signals straight. And baseball fans will say, oh, that's part of the magist- the, the mystical the nature of the game is is that little game that's going on with the signals and trying to keep the, the batter, the runner at second from stealing your signals. But, mm. you know, kids today, they don't care about that. They, they want to see guys see move. They want movement. They need or... movement. Yeah. And baseball doesn't have enough movement. And that's why home runs is nothing. I like a home run or two here and there, but... Um, when After the entire while, scoring in the, the game, this guy's home run jogging. Is cool. the, the, the next one is cool. The third one is not as cool. I like to see a cool. game where and lots of different cool things happen. A couple of home runs, close play at third, someone trying to steal a base, a uh, guy bat hitting the ball in the opposite field, some strikeouts, some great defensive plays. I don't like to watch outfielders watching the ball sail over their head Did, nine times a game. Do you remember in, in Amelia Bedelia when they tell her to steal the base and she picks it up and runs home? Yeah, Amelia Bedelia. I remember that. You guys wrote a song. Yeah. Amelia Bedelia. That's not right. I don't even know what that was about. But it's about Amelia Stealing Bedelia. base wasn't right. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was all about. So anyway, the Field of Dreams game. Didn't see cool the whole one. thing. Uh, I believe the White Sox won. Good for them. It was, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was boring. I just got bored. Is there the White Sox and, and everybody Red Sox? was, yeah. Boston Red Sox, Chicago White Sox. All right. All right, so I think that's just about it. Yeah. I had to do a little rant there at the end. About um, baseball. Yep, and three of our most uh, frequent topics did not make the we podcast. We talked a little bit about the Muppets, but that it, was just a yeah. short comparison. Yeah, but we're not going to mention um, the other one of the other topics. What's and the other the one peanuts. besides the franchise? The peanuts. The we peanuts. talk about the peanuts a lot. Yeah. And, I'm not uh, talking about I haven't it. had anything. Uh, I'll study up on some peanuts things and for the next episode. Um, we'll, we'll make some topics. You can't see, but I'm drinking from my... Um, Got to hydrate. Plastic straw. It's a plastic straw, by the way. It's, non, it's not disposable. It's reusable. So I'm thinking of the environment. Well, look at you go. Even though this plastic cup will probably end up in a landfill someday. So I'm well, not really thinking not about the environment. Not if you never get rid Here's of it. Here's another thing I just thought of now that we're talking about the environment. This episode's <laughs> not over, folks. How long? So have you we... were thinking, when are they going to wrap it up? Hey, you we're know what? Pause you it and toes. come back later. Um, so electric cars, right? Going to save the world with electric cars. Right. So I just read an article. The materials you need to make electric cars. A bunch of billionaires are buying up land in Greenland. And they're going to go tear up Greenland looking for all these minerals and things that you need to, to build electric cars. That's a terrible cars. idea. That's horrible. Uh, so, which once again proves that we're not really trying to save human beings. And we're not really trying to save the environment. We're just trying to make our lifestyle. Don't tear up Greenland. We're just trying to make our, our self... Um, Trying to keep our, our selfish lifestyle, lifestyle going Look. as long as possible. We're just trying to prolong the inevitable, which is eventually having to do away with electricity and vehicles that's not, and that's going not back happen, to. Though. Well, I know we'll be human <laughs> beings will be long gone before that ever happens. Yeah, 
It'll all So if you're out there and you're thinking, hey, um, Let's go to we're going to save dig. the world, we're going to save the earth, we're going to save the planet, we're going to save the humans, not likely. It's really not likely. I've, I'm doing the best I can to contribute to make things better, but it ain't going to happen. Sorry to end it on such a sour note. note. Let's think of a song that, um, <laughs> let's think of a happy song. Life's a happy song. When there's someone by my side, sing along. The Muppets. There you go. There's my Muppets reference. Eh, that's post Jim Henson Muppet, but it's a, that's one of the good moments. I enjoy that movie. I think it's a good movie. We've been over that. We don't need but... to, we don't need to rehash that. They don't need to rehash that. All right, we won't rehash it. Let's All right, so you know what? Let's not talk about anything else. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. It's your turn. It's my turn. Yep. I enjoy our little talks.